good afternoon here's a test and I said test broadcast for the Catawba tribe of the rhododendron you may listen to my other podcast or my Facebook live under the supermodel of the common folk podcast is called biscuits and bocephus I want to add a little something in to uh, something I've started doing and kind of feel like the Blues Brothers. Anyway, started, well, let me go back, way back, back when we used to rock it like this. I said a hip, anyway. See, I get sidetracked. Along with the chronic lyritosis, means I can't remember the words of songs, have a little self-diagnosed ADD, I guess. But where it all began, I used to be a big backpacker. The love of backpacking was something I thought I'd never develop, but I did, with the help of Tony Squeaky Knees Freeze and Chad Big Chief Knox. We walked uh, several hundred miles together and pretty much kind of disbanded, you know, didn't have any falling outs or anything. Just uh, life carried us in different directions. Well, fast forward to September of 2018. Decided, uh, you know what? I've gained weight. Got a few little things going on that just didn't feel right. Had been dealing with slightly high blood pressure just you know just a few different things the uh you know you always have concerns in the back of your mind when you got family that has heart disease family that's had cancer diabetes the list goes long and strong so decided you know, I got to do something. And I guess maybe this was July or August. I started trying to lose a little bit of weight and lost a few pounds. Unbeknownst to me, I didn't think about this. I was basically carb loading for a couple months. Well, September, I decided I needed help. Couldn't do it on my own. And my wife talked me into, uh, well, she had already scheduled me a physical. And I told her to cancel it like a good man should. I said, hey, cancel that physical. Well, September come around, I said, well, I really need to go to the doctor and get this check, get everything checked out and come up with a plan. 
and my wife, you know, that's why men and women are such a good team. She looked at me and said, you know what? I didn't cancel that appointment. <laughs> so, had a yearly physical September of 2018. Went in, was diagnosed as diabetic. Cholesterol was off the charts. And my blood pressure was a little elevated. Went in the doctor on no medicine. Come out on three prescriptions. Almost came out on insulin. Well, the way the doctor told me, and like I said, she didn't, she didn't tell me this in so many words. But she came in, she did say, this is serious. And we had a, we kind of had an understanding from day one. She kind of asked me about what I thought about medicine. Or I may have volunteered the information, I don't know. But I told her, I said, hey. I don't know if I said, hey, I probably did. But basically said, I don't want to be on medication. I'd seen how my mom and dad had gotten on medication. Family members had been on medication. One pill led to another. Two pills led to two more. And so on and so forth. You basically end up starting with three pills. And because of different issues with those pills over a period of time, you get on more pills. And then you're at a point where your body can't regulate. And you're dependent on these pills. You're having to go to the doctor for maintenance on this medication. And as Robert Earl Keane would say, the road goes on forever and the party never ends. And quite frankly, I didn't want to go that route. So, my interpretation of what the doctor said, you know, I'm a 45 year old man sitting in the doctor's office, staring at my 46th birthday coming up in a couple months, and the doctor's telling me it's serious, and another doctor's telling me I would put you on insulin but your doctor said let's try uh, oh goodness it's not glucophage but it's glucophage the uh, the generic version whatever it is either way same deal I was grateful that I didn't go on, you know, full-blown insulin. Although you can't overcome being on insulin, you can come off of it. 
but from what I've read it's a harder transition back to normal life it's easier to come off of the glucopodge and transition back into a normal life so I was grateful met a new resolve said you know what I'm going to take care of this got out and I'll just share some numbers real quick uh, they gave me a target on my blood pressure 140 over 90 wanted me below that and you know that's still you know right there borderline high so that was a target the uh, sugar the oh goodness a1c came in at 10.2 on the Richter scale so you see they had every right to suggest putting me on insulin probably had the right to demand I go on insulin but they didn't and it all boils down to having a doctor that you know cares about her patients and listens to them and you know takes it into consideration because had she not you know kind of worked with me on it had she taken a hard stance I probably would have you know continued on a suicidal lifestyle as far as diet and exercise and outlook I don't know how many more years I would have had but you know I was getting in a bad spot cholesterol they couldn't take my a1 uh, what is it HDL and LDL LDL was so high that nothing else was registering did I mention I carb loaded for about a month before I went in to the doctor I cut out meats you know ham for sandwiches anything like that I was eating fruits vegetables uh, bread let me I'm gonna use that profanity again bread and quite honestly there ain't nothing wrong with bread I love bread I love pasta I love pizza but you know what I was to a point where I couldn't have just a little bit I had to cut it all out basically shock myself back into shape the uh, with diet exercise and medication from September to December so you're looking roughly three months went from 10.2 well I, yeah 10.2 dropped to 5.1 a1c which is not my doing I did some stuff but only through God's providence can stuff like that happen.
so he was looking out for me he's got he's got more plans than I do he's got bigger expectations of me than I have for myself and some of y'all are sitting there going why is he so out of breath I'm actually doing my lunchtime walk it's about 96 degrees here in the sunny south and I got to get it done but uh so back to the task at hand Catawba tribe of the rhododendron the Lord put this on me Because you know, sometimes when you're just sitting there thinking, he'll start putting stuff in your mind and running with it. He'll take the situation that you're in and run with it and give a purpose out of it. At the time, there was a young man was battling cancer a rare form of cancer and you know what I know I know his mom absolutely misses that young man but that little dude stood up and fought he fought he gave it everything he had and through his hands God reached out and touched thousands of people. And when I say thousands, I'm probably I'm probably selling him short. His story's gone worldwide. You know, he was in contact with doctors that I, you know, hopefully I never talked to. Uh God put a witness, put a testimony on his tongue, on his mom and dad's tongue, on his family's tongue, on the extended family. Many of y'all are familiar with his story. But from one little man Possibly millions of people have heard about Jesus Christ. And you know, that's a tough, that's a tough pill to swallow, but it's also a glorious pill. I mean, there's just, that's kind of a deep subject to get into. And that's about as far as deep I'm going right now. I may go further later. But, you know, you got to send out love to that mama and daddy. And you know what? And they're, they're not strong. They are, but they're not. 
I don't know a parent that's strong enough to withstand that. Only with God holding you up, that's the only way you're strong enough for it. You're not strong enough on your own. Lord, bless them. Bless them abundantly, Lord. So, with that eating at me, I began to think about all the different people in my life that have battled cancer. And quite honestly, I was like, you know what? That's that's the way I need to go. One, I really want to get into backpacking again. I want to start hiking. I want my kids being out in the woods. I want to teach them some stuff about nature. Because there's no better way to learn about God than to being out in His creation. And appreciating all the creation that He's shared with us. What time we have on this earth is short. But I sat there and I kept kept thinking about it. And said, you know, God has spared me. And why? And you start thinking about the few things you can do well. And one of them was walk. I can walk. I'm not in the best shape still. But I started trying to raise some money. I've donated money. I've had friends and family donate a little bit of money. And you know what? I'm not looking for anybody to donate a whole lot of money. I don't want one person to donate a lot. Which, I mean, that'd be great. Philanthropy's a good thing. But quite honestly, I want it to come from the tribe. So the more I thought about it, the more the days of old kept coming together. And I kept thinking about how tight-knit Chad and Tony and I were, you know, back in the day. And the struggles and the, and the different things that we faced and overcame. There were times on the trail where we couldn't continue and had to pull off the trail. There were other times we were out there fighting elements and we persevered. And quite honestly, there were a lot of Sundays I missed church because I was in the woods. And, you know, a lot of the old timers at church would give me a hard time. I'm like, hey, look, I'm where God made all this stuff. I can worship just as good outside of church as I do inside. And the truth was, I wasn't. I mean, I was, but it wasn't wholehearted. I didn't know the Lord on the level I do now. I didn't appreciate it as much. I went to him in times of trouble. And rarely did I celebrate with him. So, the push continues 
So I'm raising money for cancer research. And I struggled with this. And I'm not really saying anything that I haven't said before. I'm just saying it all at one time. You can go back through my Facebook page, the Catawba Tribe of the Rhododendron, and check that out. The uh, simple truth was I had friends that were inspiring me. They were doing a hike for juvenile cancer, childhood cancer. And some of those folks, I mean, it's a good organization. I love it. And I almost signed on with that. But here's here's the reason why I didn't. A lot of my friends that have had cancer didn't have juvenile cancer. They had it as an adult. But I also had friends that had leukemia as kids and passed away some point in their battle. And I promise you, the battle's never lost if you're holding the hand of Jesus. When your battle here is over, if you have Jesus Christ in your heart as your Lord and Savior, and you have accepted the free gift of His forgiveness of your sins, you won. So, I went through, studied several different organizations. Some of the organizations were some of the bigger organizations out there. And you start realizing some of these big ones are only given 13, 14, 15% of the money they raise to the cause. And I know the bigger the organization, the more expense there is to run it. But when you're spending 80 some percent to run your organization and the researchers and the folks struggling with cancer are only being provided with a teens of a percent, that ain't right. So I found the Cancer Research Institute. 87% of every dollar you invest, and I'm gonna call it an investment. 87 cents out of every dollar goes to the research. And the reason I chose that is because of the struggles that I've seen people go through. And even if they don't come up with a cure for cancer, even if they don't wipe the disease off the face of the earth, maybe they can find a way to help with the suffering.
sorry, him spit. <coughs> this is recorded live, y'all. It's not a fancy broadcast extravaganza. This is the the bare boat boat. See, abadi, abadi. This is bare bones. This is as simple as it gets. <coughs> So, if you would like to support me, or the folks I have walking with me, go to the donation page. Look up Catawba Tribe of the Rhododendron on Facebook. You'll find a link. The Cancer Research Institute, click on it, and you'll probably see my ugly face. If you can make a donation, do it. If you can't, I understand. But I do ask you'll pray, because here's, uh, here's what's been going on. From the time I started my journey, to today had a kidney stone I actually had a few kidney stones and they absolutely put me down for a couple weeks from there everything's fine and dandy if you look at some of my training I've done I think it was training hike number three in the Pisgah National Forest. It's uh, the John Rock Loop. Just prior to that, in fact, it had been going on for a little while. I didn't understand what it was. My feet would hurt. Especially the one on the right-hand side, my right foot. We, uh, pardon me. We had baseball practice one night, and I'm out running, snagging some balls and different stuff, backing the kids up. By the time we get home, Go in the house, I sit down for just a few minutes. My foot, I get up to go to the bathroom and my foot is like just in agony. I can barely walk. It's not good. Well, you know, as any good man would do, I hobble on it for a while have baseball practice again my foot's feeling better I get out start snagging some balls with the kids running goofing off with them teaching them how to play a little hard ball lo and behold I get home get out of the car and it's like what in the world just happened my foot is hurting again 
I go inside, try to rest it, keeps hurting. And that was the night before that hike. So my son and I loaded up that morning, took off to Pisgah, got out of the truck. My foot's still hurting, but I have my hiking boots on, got the extra, extra support, lace them up just a little bit tighter, and we hit the trail, and we walked. And yeah, my foot hurt, you know, off and on all day. And I kept trying to stretch it and do different things like that, and it kept hurting, and but I made it. It wasn't enough to stop me. Stopped for supper after we got off the trail and it had kind of stiffened up a little bit and given me a hard time walking. Okay. So the following Monday, we have a ball game. Both of my coaches are out of town. You know, that supporting role. Those guys, man, I can't do it without them. But I was going to have to. I got some parents to fill in and felt good about it. Warming the kids up. I said, all right, let's go. We start running. And they're following me. I run out down the first baseline out of the outfield. Right there where the grass meets the infield. I turned left, and by this time, you know, some of the kids are getting up there to me, and I'm talking to them, and we're just kind of jogging, getting warmed up, and I kind of let all the kids pass me, but by the time we get to the third base foul line, the coach says something along the lines of, uh -huh. don't let your coach pass you and I took off. So, when I took off, I started passing these kids and all of a sudden I felt something pop in my right foot. And basically what I did, I performed plantar fasciitis surgery on myself right there on the ball field. Went into a boot for two weeks and you know, the whole the whole workout schedule everything just kind of fell apart there for a little bit had some cheat days in there cheat days turned into a cheat week or two and i've been paying for it ever since trying to get back on the wagon gain some weight so i'm out here walking the foot is much better but it still gives me a little bit of a little bit of trouble from time to time so what I do I keep walking I stretch it the planned fundraising hike August 17th 2019 that's the inaugural hike 
So here's what we're doing. It started off, I was looking at about a 20 mile loop. Had planned, had planned a spot where we'd camp out and I've had to, I've had to come off of that a little bit. So now we're looking six to 10 miles and not camping out but we're gonna to have to get up there early so we can get it done and we can kind of play it by ear after we get on the trail the thing is I can't give up on it like I said before I think God put this on my heart And I think there have been some struggles put in my path. But I got to keep on going. Because if I think about it, the folks that are fighting cancer, they might not be able to get out here and walk. So I'm doing it for them. August 16th would have been my mom's birthday. We lost her a few years back. Because you know, she sat here and battled cancer here on this earth. And she fought and got weak in the body. And God had mercy on her and felt it was time to call her home. dad also had cancer his birthday was August 22nd through the 25th 27th somewhere in there don't really know for sure good story I had to tell you sometime but uh, August 17th only seemed appropriate that's gonna be the yearly date of this hike and it might be hot we might have to struggle a little bit we might have to suffer just a tad but it's nothing compared to what other people are doing it's nothing compared to what Jesus did on that cross if you're compelled to walk with me I'd love to have you. If you feel compelled to pray for me and the other folks that are involved and just this ministry as a whole, praise God for brothers and sisters like you. And if you feel compelled to donate it is greatly appreciated.
greatly appreciated. Follow our progress on the Catawba Tribe of the Rhododendron Facebook page. My niece Michelle and her fiance Will, I know for a fact they're going to be out there with me. I've got some other folks that told me they'd like to come with us. Whether they will or won't, that's neither here nor there. But I, I hope they can. You know, it just depends on how their schedule works out and if they're able to do it. Again, if you would like to walk with us, let me know. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Like I said, it's normally going to be Biscuits and Bocephus. This is kind of a special podcast extravaganza. Not too flashy. Not too crazy. But just to the point and kind of, kind of, to the, kind of raw. I appreciate you listening. If you listened this whole time, thank you. I hope God has put something on your heart. And you know, it may be that He put it on your heart that you want to help with us next year. You may be able to do stuff behind the scenes that I can't do. And as always, to God be the glory forever and ever. Amen.